we are going to spin this picker wheel now and see who goes first. Y'all get ready. Uh, I am so excited to see what happens. Me too. Come on, Swan. Swan. It's going to be me because I'm saying that. Swan. 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 I'm not blocking anymore, right? <laughs> Congratulations, Emily Swan! What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash NADDpod. Yo, what is up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition. We're happy you're here. We're happy to be here. I'm so happy. This is my happy voice. Uh, I am actually genuinely excited about tonight. We've got a special, <laughs> yeah, uh, a special episode. No, four episodes for you. Uh, each of the lovely hosts of In Addition has lovingly and thoughtfully prepared a PowerPoint presentation to share with all of you. So I'm going to kick it off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the joke in chat is that uh, as soon as Mike said, hey, let's do a wheel. And I said, no, because I'll be picked. And I got picked twice. So it's just destiny that I'm going first. So here we go. Uh-huh. Uh I got to figure out. I'm trying to do all the things. Will it do the slideshow? Here. Can I do the thing? Okay. So for my presentation tonight, uh, I am doing the In Addition podcast hosts as represented by Finger Lakes Wines. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sponsored now? Uh, I mean, I drink a lot of their wine, so yes. <laughs> uh, so jumping into this lovely presentation that I did, I have a quick agenda to run through with you. I have four points. I have number one being about Finger Lakes Wine, a brief overview of the FLX region, which is our short cut name for it. Number two, hosts and their wines, our wine pairings and treats. Three, time for question and answers. And then four, a big thank you to everybody who came out tonight. So jumping right in, a quick thing about Finger Lakes Wines. Uh, so as some of you know, this is the district in which I work. I work at one of the wineries at the Finger Lakes. I have also been drinking Finger Lakes wine for a very long time. <laughs> uh, also, I'm kind of excited as I realized that uh, in any other time I was giving a PowerPoint presentation, I wouldn't just read right from the slides. But hey, because this is partially an audio podcast, I'm going to do that. So it feels weird and different, but I'm going to do it anyways. So a quick overview of the Finger Lakes region. We're located in the upper western part of New York State, and you will find that there are 11 Finger Lakes. They're all listed here. I'm only going to list a few of them because today we are focusing on the lakes of Cayuga, Seneca, and Cuca. Mine being the one Seneca that I actually personally work at. So a brief history leading us up to the Finger Lakes District Wines. In 1860, the Pleasant Valley Wine Company established, which they are the oldest bonded winery in the Finger Lakes region. But then the really big kickoff that you're going to see in our area that inspires and causes the trickle down to so many wineries really, really starting and taking root here is in 1958, Dr. Constantine Frank uh, emigrates to the U.S. and brings the Riesling grapes to this area. And now... That is one of the main grapes planted in this area. We are also the number one Riesling region in the United States. Then the next big, big turning point is in 1976. New York State passes the New York Farm Winery Act, which allows wineries to direct sale wine to the customer. So this is a big change because now you see all of these wine 
producers who had originally only been able to sell directly to restaurants or to direct sale places are now able to open their doors, offer tastings, and sell directly to the customers. Another big milestone in our history, 1985, Meritage is the Meritage Alliance is established and New World Wines, they blend the tradition of the Bordeaux region, but it is the American version of it. And now the Finger Lakes Wine Country is home to more than 100 wineries, breweries, and distilleries centered around the lakes that I mentioned earlier of Cuca, Seneca, and Cayuga. Quick regional breakdown for the, a lot of the main wines that you will see in this area. We primarily grow a lot of white wines, including Riesling, Chardonnay, and Gewürztraminer, but we also feature a lot of red wines, including Merlot, Pinot Noir, and Cabernet Franc. These are just a few. Uh, but... Swan, I have a question. Yes. We're, we're um, just doing that? We're yeah, just questions interrupting? are at the end. Oh, said there was a whole thing. There's questions. a whole questions. <laughs> Sorry. Never mind. Somebody I will missed, hold my somebody question somebody miss the, the agenda? Will you remember your question, or do we need to cover it now? No, I'll remember it. Okay. Uh, here's Put it in chat. Put questions in chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, EB says there's always that guy. Sorry, Swan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now getting into the actual meaty part of the fun is we're jumping to the hosts and the wine that I feel like embodies each of them the most. So we're starting with Steph, bold with spice. And for Steph, ah! I've <laughs> <laughs> I've assigned Meritage. So quick rundown of this. A red meritage must be made from a blend of at least two of the following varieties. Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Cab Franc, Malbec, Petit Verdot, saint macaire Gros Verdot, and Carmendere. As opposed to many red blends that act to hide weaker grapes in their mix, meritage highlights the strengths of each of the grapes include, included. Meritage blends are a showcase of the grape varieties included and can only be produced when the grapes are at the best of the best. So this one is really cool because it is not something that is produced every year. It is something that is produced when those grapes excel and really show off. And it is a, a lovely, bold and spicy wine. Next, Thanks, we have Tony P. <laughs> Subtle, yet rich. And I <laughs> pick Reserve Chardonnay for the lovely Tony P. Henderson. Now, Chardonnay is the world's most popular and adaptive white grape, able to be grown in both cool and warm climates all over the globe, just like our own globetrotting Tony P. Chardonnay can be crisp and clean or rich and oaky. Winemakers love Chardonnay because of its neutral, malleable character. It will embody the flavor brought on by the environment and the use of stainless steel or oak barrels. Reserve wine, which is where I went with reserve specifically, indicates wine of a higher quality than usual, often an excellent damn, vintage damn right. or a wine that has been aged before being sold. <laughs> also fair. <laughs> <laughs> ah jumping to the next one we have mike of bubbly not brute <laughs> and mike is sparkling grape juice mike uh, is a child. i get it <laughs> so Sparkling juices are juices that have been carbonated to make them fizzy. Celebrating with a bottle of sparkling grape juice will bring smiles and nose scrunches to everyone's faces. And I want to specifically highlight Brut because you will see many of the sparkling wines that are made. We obviously can't call them champagne because that is another regionally specific thing. 
So they will label them as Brut. Brut is the French word for dry. Brut sparkling refers to a dry sparkling wine. Brut is also a term that's used to describe champagne. However, when winemakers refer to Brut wine, they are referring to the style of wine rather than any particular variety. So it is versatile. It is well-liked and it's good with kids. <laughs> and boring. <laughs> Not boring. Stay. Doesn't say boring. <laughs> Let's you drive after. Exactly. <laughs> so then for me, I did Gewürztraminer because it is of my course. favorite, but it's also <laughs> the weird German flower. <laughs> the weird German flower, which I feel like is me. So contrasting the fruity acidity of Riesling, Gewürztraminer is a floral and aromatic spice forward wine. The wine is vigorous, even unruly, but it hates chalky soils and is very susceptible to disease. That's what I've said about you all the time, Swan. <laughs> I you am... just hate chalky soil. And I'm very susceptible so to disease. So susceptible. <laughs> Not wrong. It buds early, so it's very susceptible to frost, needs dry and warm summers, and ripens erratically and late. <laughs> Not wrong. Gewürztraminer is an ideal brunch wine where its fruity sweetness goes with fruit salad, waffles, or quiche. Gewürz also acts as an excellent pairing with Thai and Indian dishes and is often a go-to as a Thanksgiving wine. And a little pneumatic helper for you if you're ever having trouble pronouncing this one, think girls are meaner. Gewürztraminer. Also accurate. <laughs> so then a final quick breakdown of our strengths we have steph a rich bold and complex flavor made with excellence tony p a consistent and popular wine with an unexpected depth and complexity mike the pop and fizz of the party and a must-have for any social soiree and swan not for everyone but a favorite of many and great with food <laughs> okay mike <laughs> what's your question uh, so my question was, how many of those did you just make up? Because uh, I hadn't heard of a few of them. <laughs> I didn't make any of them up. They are all real, real lines. This one, you don't have to lie. Uh, we're all <laughs> friends here. Uh, also, I've you know, you really well never heard of Gewürztraminer. Gewürztraminer? It is Same. not Same. a super popular wine, but it is. <laughs> Evie making chats can't confirm. All of, uh, yeah, it is originally from the Alsace region of France. It's been around since the 1600s. It was originally brought to German-speaking Austria by the monks. Okay. I got this. <laughs> I'm ready. It's real. <laughs> yes, Steph. I have a question. Um, why is Merlot so bad? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Great question. Uh, you probably don't like the deep, dark berry of it. Because, like, when it's blended in things, <laughs> I don't dislike it. EB Mini is. And it's uh, not Merlot, right? Isn't it something else once they right. blend it? It's like so, my rich, complex excellence, you know, if it's blended in something. Because it's only the best Merlot grapes. So I guess is there a higher percentage of bad Merlot grapes to good ones? I think... So Merlot is tricky. Merlot is very hard to grow in cold climates. So you're going to see a lot more Merlot grown in warmer climates. But I think it is. <laughs> oh, Sideways. Yeah, Sideways has a lot of thoughts on Merlot. Uh, I think it is. It is a tougher flavor on its own. And it is used as a lot as a blending wine. And that's why. That's why I'm better Merlot. Uh, at least with the Meritage blend that we personally make at the winery I work at, we do use Merlot, but it is the smallest percentage. So it brings a little bit of its dark berry flavor to it, but it is not overpowering it, and you get the stronger flavors of Cab Sauv and Cab Franc. So I think I think it's one of those, honestly, much like a Virtue Meter, where you either, 
you really jive with that particular flavor that the grape has, or you just don't like it. Um, I think <laughs> so to EB Benny's point, cool climate Merlot is a lot lighter. Red grapes that grow in the cool climate uh, don't produce as much of a heavy, dark, rich, chewy flavor. They're a much lighter red. And I think you get more of the pleasant flavors coming out of that without the overpoweringness of some of the warm climate reds. All right. So all right. In, cool, in, cool. in Sideways, which is a good movie, uh, the rhino has a scene where he's like, I'm not drinking Merlot. It's not going to be another Merlot. Uh, and so it's like a big deal in, in the movie. My favorite is the TikTok with the guy who's like, Jesus, um, uh, sorry, you've done a Merlot again. Could you do something <laughs> else for me this time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. If I were to go to and like pick a red, Merlot would not be my go-to. So, um, yeah, I would go Pinot probably first and then probably Kemsaw. No, no. All right, my question. So there was, there was of the four that represented the group, mm -hmm. you had the sparkle juice, the good gefilte fish. Yep. And the other two, right? Of the four, what's your personal favorite? Wow. Uh, One, not people, not people. Wow. Tony, There's no you're not supposed to just ask straight There's out. There's no like that. correlation of the wine to the person. I'm just wondering about the one. Take the people part out of it. Oh, it's mine. Take the people the out of your wine, wine Swan. It's the conversion. <laughs> yeah. Stop serving people wine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm my own favorite. Yeah, the Gewürztraminer is my favorite. That's my specifically the semi dry that we make, uh, followed very very closely by semi dry Riesling. Hmm. They're my favorite. I've been to that neck of the woods and I did not get any wine. That's odd. You were only wow. here for like three hours. Like we had to takes thirty seconds. Cheese. <laughs> thirty seconds to hand off a bottle of wine. We did have the mac and cheese. It's I would have wrong. taken the mac and cheese over the wine any uh, day. See? Yeah, you're not a big drinker. I would. I knew what I was doing. However, <laughs> that's not the point. You means you got to come visit again. All three uh, of you. And I'll nah, take your no, wine touring. No, no. I heard it's expensive to fly there. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you'd drive, Mike. Let's be real. <laughs> yes, Steph. That's one trip. <laughs> okay, I have another question. Um, you mentioned that you've got. Um, you mentioned that the the winery you work at is at that specific Finger Lake. Um, are these like are there a bunch of wineries from this set of vineyards through the Finger Lakes, or is it like a bunch of game. is it like wine country where there are a bunch of different wineries? So just on Seneca Lake where I work, there are seventy different wineries. Holy wow. bananas! Yeah. There's how a do lot. you how do you sort that out? Like. If I'm well, like, they, hey, they each have their own building. Well, yeah, no, I get, I get the logistics, <laughs> but like, if I'm in the their own website, like, yep. and I'm yep. like, I want to go to a winery. Oh, here's seventy. I'd be like, forget, it. I'm just staying home. I can't figure that <laughs> no, out. Like, this is great for everybody listening at home too. Also, if you are planning a lovely visit to our our fair wine country, uh, there is a a whole bunch of resources. Uh, we have the Seneca Lake Wine Trail, which is specific to the lake that I work on. Now, the lake I work on is about 36 miles long, but it's just the, the straight up and down one. So you have a whole bunch of wineries up one side, and then you have a whole bunch of wineries down the other side. What I recommend is first looking for grapes that you kind of like. Yeah, Seneca Lake Wine Trail is a great place to start. Not every winery that is on Seneca Lake is a part of the wine trail, but a lot of those wineries are absolutely worth stopping at and and a good point to make. Yes, Mike. Uh, is the wine trail like a bar crawl? 
a 36 mile bar <laughs> crawl. Mile bar crawl. Uh, so you you cannot walk it, but so you, you can drive, drive it. But there no, are not um, yes, there are about a 30 on the official wine trail. So should, uh, but should yeah, not be up. driven either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you cannot are... be walked. Should not be driven. Rent a rent a driver and a bus. Hey, yes, uh, absolutely. Get a I driver am available. Because also, Uber is not Uber and Lyft are not a thing. So don't hope to get any sort nor, of. Nor are airplanes apparently. Nor are airplanes. <laughs> no, you have to get a car service to take you or find a Could friend you who you're willing boat? to boat. So most of the wineries are not right directly on the lakefront themselves. And that is about, I would say the majority of the lake is all private residents. Some of the wineries own the land that goes right down to the lake, but there are not a lot of specific locations where you could dock, disembark. So just from where our winery is looking down at the lake, it's over a mile from the actual building to the lake itself. Has anyone considered the Winathon, which is a combination <laughs> ultra marathon and winery tour? Mike, I'm so glad you mentioned that because there's literally the wine glass marathon in this region. That is like Tell an me insane. More. <laughs> I saw what my presentation on. That's running. I didn't do shit on that. <laughs> yeah, it's some crazy like 30 mile running. You get a cool piece of glass at the end because you end in corning. It's a whole thing. Look it up. That's been going on for years. But yeah, it's nuts. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's how I start drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of a 35 mile run. Uh -huh. I don't mean to crap on the Finger Lakes Wineathon, but like here in Orlando, <laughs> they have booze from around the world, and there's a train that takes you from each country. So I mean, oh, we missed the train. Yeah, nobody put us on the train. About the train. Pretty sure there's a train to. I only had half of a two sweet margarita and then a beer. So yeah, you but did Mex you were... Mexico and Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico and London. Yeah. But also, uh, I... she was pretty rocked after the both the margarita and the beer. So, well, uh... when you have a margarita at eight in the morning, you know. <laughs> The way to do it. That's the way to kick off your day. Uh, L. Hanley in chat had asked, what's an ice wine? So ice wine are dessert wines. So those are ones that are made. They are known for their very, very high sugar content. They're the the very super sweet wines at the end of the meal. Um, <laughs> uh, they are made when the grapes are frozen and then pressed. So you're looking at about two times the amount of grapes needed in order to produce those wines for about half the yield. But yeah, super, super sweet. Sometimes a little bit higher in alcohol content, but not necessarily. Cool. So I this is was, cool. I think that was hilarious and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not expecting to learn something uh, from tonight. Uh, wow. I, I honestly, I hope I don't go next. Uh, <laughs> now the wheel will decide. Uh, Swan, I guess, I guess you just show the love to the winery. I'm going to, uh, so super, super special. Thank you, uh, to the winery that I work at, which is Wagner Vineyards. Uh, so we're a winery, a brewery, and we have a cafe, uh, they're fifth generation family owned, and we are one of the biggest wineries on the Lake of Seneca. So if you're in the Finger Lakes region, stop by, they have, uh, they have wonderful, wonderful people and wonderful wine. Yay. Yay. We loved it. Yay. That's what that does. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to
Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night.